Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Welcome to episode 62 of Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. Big morning this morning for us. Uh, unfortunately, Brad and Fraser are not with us, but we've got the Spartan back. How are you, yeah. Steve Sparling? Good, mate. And um, Nathan Barden. Yeah. And myself, Woolly. Found his row running hills today. Oh, oh man, them mate. Hills, them hills <laughs> just drilled me, That was a me, cracker, eh? wasn't it? Eh? Coming that was up a good the run. Story bridge. Oh, jeez. How was the last hill coming up onto the bridge? Oh. Yeah. That yeah, was that one, wasn't it? it? That oh. was um. Oh no, we had the bridge. It was a little one to the bridge of the was it the Goodwill Bridge, but the one when you came back out when you came over the yeah Story Bridge. Yeah. Did we come? Oh no, we didn't. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The one going over the where you come up and then went over the Story oh, the Bridge. Story man, Bridge. That that's right. Just... Yeah. Oh, that was steep, eh? Because even when you got bridge. to the top, you had about half the bridge still going uphill, yeah. and then it. And then I it think was I nice downhill. About... 5.30, I was looking at my watch, trying to stay on like 5.30, okay, yeah. up that hill. And I remember running past one guy going, and he had a like, fairly heavy Solomon backpack on, and I said, oh, this is where you need your hill training. And mm. uh, he just chuckled. I was like, yeah, it was... Um, hey, if you've got one of them, um, those like drinks vests on, and you're like running uphill hunched over, I can't think of anything worse. There was a guy running I overtook that had a big backpack on. I don't know if he was doing the 5K or the 10K, I can't remember now, but he had a big, heavy... Oh, an army one. Yeah, I saw something too. Is that like a weighted vest, you reckon? No, no, he had, he had a ruck, he had an army rucksack, so maybe he was doing oh, it okay. in, yeah, in yeah, like yeah. some of the, um, you know, not, it wasn't a full Bergen, but it was just a fairly, looked fairly heavy rucksack. Fair play. Just in case we haven't mentioned it, today was the army run. Uh, racing the CBD of Brisbane, huge so event. Run army. I think there was yeah. almost four thousand runners in total. At least it was two thousand one hundred or something in the ten k, and I think the five k was at least as many. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it would have been yeah. over over four thousand, probably like more like four thousand one or two hundred. Yeah. They said expected yeah. six thousand, but they didn't get there because a lot of people didn't show up. Up obviously. So what? How many does the bridge to Brisbane get? Ten uh, thousand. It was heaps. Oh, is it? Yeah, massive waves. They have a big gap, and then you see like thousands go, and then they have a break, and then the next people roll up to the start for the next wave. Whereas today it was just a all in, yeah. find the balloon you want to follow and get in that sort of pace zone. I suppose it's getting familiar and, and like word of mouth and everything networking because um, uh, I remember running along in the 10k and people were talking to themselves, each other, going, "Oh, um." It said someone it says run army on their t shirt. So obviously I didn't know, but they were out exercising or running. Yeah. So, but I was yeah. just amazed. I didn't even know that, it was on. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who didn't know it was on. Um and there's a there I was surprised how many cyclists there were in the city this morning. Like when we were warming up and everything, I was like we were running along that footpath and there was probably I, I expected the weekends and in the mornings, it's that busy. But I think crock is lucky there's no there must be accidents along there. With cyclists hitting cyclists. Oh yeah, there'd be head-on collisions along well, the road. I thought all the there time. was a certain pace that uh, there's only a certain speed that cyclists could go because a scooter can only go twelve and a half kilometers an hour. 
So I'm sure there must be a speed limit for the bikes. Mate, they're doing yeah. like 30 k's an hour along there. They no were worries. walking along there, yeah. I was like, yeah. Even yeah. when we were running towards and they were like ripping to a stop pretty quick because they were running out of room, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really underestimated it. I sort of thought they'd be like, you know, about 500 people there. When we got there and it was just people packed, everywhere. Eh? I couldn't believe it. it I looked packed. at the start um, list a few weeks back. And it was like, oh, there's like hundreds. There could be thousands of people at this thing. And it just grew. But I think they try to get as many people in on that $25 just to get the numbers rolling. And then like, it's word of mouth, isn't it? We went, oh, are you doing yeah. it? Are you doing it? Are you doing it? And then um, then the price starts going up. But You uh, you had a different number because you filled in for Glenn. But did you see your number and my number and Wax's number, Nathan? We were all consecutive. No, were we? Oh, we yeah. all like, synced up at the same time, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, it was like 4-4. Uh, four four. Uh, so I was one one five five, and you were one one five four, and Wax is one one five six. Yeah, oh, cool. <laughs> you must have all just hit purchase at the same time. Master, eh? Yeah, yeah. we were. I remember, we were sitting there. We did it. And, yeah, um, yeah. I forwarded it onto the group, and you guys, yeah, let's do this, and we all got on pretty quick. How did Brad get in there? Did he come with Daniel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got in ages ago. Where did you park? Um. It was in the email. There was cheap parking in the Winter Garden, I think. So oh, I think if you lot, I think whatever it costs, if you paid in advance, it was like real cheap on the day with a code. So did you yeah. drive? Did you drive, or did you go with with Kylie, or did you go with um, Daniel? No, Daniel. So oh. we all jumped in his van. So yeah. all seats taken. So good day, eh? It was a pretty big atmosphere this morning. Oh, it was, it was unreal. Good. Yeah. Really yeah. enjoyed it. I don't know what happened afterwards. Was there music at the um I'm not sure. River stage? Don't know. Busy though. How, when it how was good packed. was it to race again though? It was cool. Matilda yeah. had FOMO. She said, um, yeah, oh really? she goes, I wish I should have just gone and just to be in the atmosphere and take photos. I said, Yeah, but you would have ended up getting bored though. Three hours on your own or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. On that hill. Let's get yeah. into it then. How did, how did everyone go? Oh, should I talk about like the week leading in and all that? Yeah, man, just do it. Because yeah, I didn't, I wasn't even going to race. And um, Glenn's busted his, he's, he's got a small tear in his plantar fascia, which is going to need um, resting and then rehab to fix. So he was like, man, do you want it? Do you want my number? And I was like, oh, I was unsure about what to do. And then I think I said on like Thursday, yeah, mate, I'll, I'll do it. So he switched over the name and that, but it still had his name on the number. But so Monday I did, um, 7.5 K before tie boxing. And, um, since I did, you know, I was having watch troubles last week. I've done a reset on my watch and everything's back working again, except my watch is on miles instead of K's. <laughs> and as tempting as it was to change that, I'm going to leave it because it's working out really good because I'm not obsessing over the splits and stuff. Cause I'm, yeah, yeah. you know, you I can't figure out what the, what's a good mile and what's a slow mile. So I'm just happily just running, not, you know, obsessing over times and K's and all that. Yeah. So that's been good. And then on Tuesday night we went to Strider. So it was me, Wax and Eddie and we run 21.1 K in total. And in the middle of that, we did the session at Striders, which was, um, well, I managed to get seven, eight hundreds done 
in the time frame. Yep. All around sort of 250. So not that quick, but um, the last one was a bit slower because uh, I run that with uh, Wax and Eddie. What pace, what pace was 250? Uh, about 330, I think. Yeah. And they were consistent like too. You just smashed them all the same. Yeah. And it's pretty hard doing it after running 10K. Like, mm. even though it was slow, it definitely takes a bit out of you. But really enjoying that Tuesday night with the, you know, it's a real long, longer run. Did you Wednesday, plan to run 10K? Um, Sorry, mate. What was that? Did you plan to run 10K prior yeah. or was it? Yeah, yeah, that's what we did last week with Eddie. Yeah. So got there early, got there at 6.30 and just run sort of out and back. And, um, yeah, it's just good. Get, it just bumps your Ks up straight away for the week. Takes the pressure off the end of it, I guess. And then um, I did seven miles on the grass with uh, my son Frankie's soccer training. Thursday yeah. was just 10K easy. Friday was 7K easy. Saturday, I went to Redcliffe Park Run to run with one of the guys that I've been um, doing the tie boxing with. I'm trying to get all of them doing it. A few a few have signed up, but only one of them showed up on Saturday morning. That was Zach. So shout out, Zach, if you're listening. Right, he ran a PB. <laughs> but he ran 23 minutes or something and um, just killed it. Like So he could actually run some bloody quick times if he... If he trained, he said, I hate running, man. I really hate running, but I want to get fit. I was like, mate, you just grow to love it if you just keep doing it. <laughs> and uh, so that was uh, Saturday. And then this morning was um, Army Run, which was went really well in the end. I ended up running uh, 37.45. I was ninth overall and first in my age group. So I was stoked about that. You didn't beat Kieran Perkins today, mate. Nah, yeah, beat me again. <laughs> beat me today. What did he run 30 at? 30, 31, 31, 30 or something. Oh, man. That course yeah. record, I think it was just. Oh, sure. That's flying, though. But when you think about that, 31, 30, I mean, he's run like 20, 29 something. Yeah. And then you look at all the other times leading, coming down, all the other sort of elite runners in that first sort of five um, people. They're all a couple of minutes behind their sort of PB. So it just goes to show how tough that course is. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I'm sure you guys would agree, like some of them hills were, oh, they were, they were they're pretty crying. tough. They just keep going. Hills? Yeah. I didn't know they'd come across any oh. hills. Typical, <laughs> oh, stop typical, it. typical run for me. Yeah, there's some downhills, there's some <laughs> uphills. <laughs> I found that on the downhills, my pace got out of control. Yeah, I, I was just going so quick that I was trying to slow down because I just knew I was going to just cook my legs, but I just couldn't slow down. But yeah, like you said, Steve, like, man, the racing, I'm just going to start entering races now because the more you race, the better you get at, at suffering. Yeah. And you just get conditioned for those real hard efforts and it'll help you with your training. And you obviously you can race too much, but you know, maybe one race every three weeks or every month would be just ideal. It's kind of like that, that sort of thing. Is that a bit like you're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy yeah. about it. You're going to be happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you just get, you just get used to that. Yeah. That pain and the, you know, your legs hurting and your lungs hurting. And yeah, I just, man, I just was blown away. It was such a great event. Also, I if the... that's like growing every year. Would you say it, it is? Be, yeah. I think so. It must've. Yeah. Also, all, all things aside, that was the 
you know, for the value for money for what you got today, that was unreal. Eh? Oh, yeah. mate, I'll tell you what was the best thing about today was the finish and those, um, like, I think, were they BSC, like, protein bar things? I was yeah, in yeah, 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 caramel yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. they were great. They are smashed a few handles down, of them, so eh? Yeah, I had a couple of those, a bit of um, isotonic and then uh, some water and fucking back to the start for the 5K. That's good, eh? They even had De Costello at the start line on the mic. Yeah. Like, that's pretty impressive to have Deke within five meters of you. Just it's full supported the by the army, and it? it's a real, it is just like there. I know, I know, like, tax is about $100,000 of taxpayers' money goes towards it, but um, it, it, I think it's just helped show support and everything for the armed services and, and every, all the water stops and uh, like all the way along the course, every. Oh, it was like every couple of hundred meters, a hundred meters. There was there was an army personnel, like active army personnel. Hey, I reckon uh, that most of that yeah. money would have gone on the helicopter. How's the <laughs> helicopter flying around? Yeah, I wonder if they charge them for having to bring the helicopter. Oh, they probably don't like actually charge them, but just to run that thing would would cost. That's loud, you know, eh? Yeah. yeah. You imagine imagine being the in fuel it. and and all that that it costed to even well, just fly that thing. It's interesting when you get near a helicopter when it's going and people, you know, you watch a movie and they're going, oh, yeah, they're talking like, oh, you're going to jump. We're going to jump now. And you're like, they, they wouldn't be able to hear each other. They, no. they, you need no. like deafening your headphones on and talking via mic to each other. Yeah, it's so loud. Because I don't know where you guys were, but I was at about 1K when they flew it sort of through the city. City, yeah. And it was incredibly loud. It was loud, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was so tense. I got that little look, video. But I was like, man, I'm I'm concentrating. Don't like, don't break your rhythm by looking up. But I just, I could tell it was pretty low. But I just kept it's looking great. at the road. I didn't look up. Yeah. And then pretty yeah. much hit. You went straight up a hill, over that little hill, turned right at the lights, and then went down under the bridge. How quick was that? Yeah. Fresh and then at the end of the bridge, you were just like another grind uphill. <laughs> that second K, everyone had fresh legs and everyone put out like a 330 or less K, man. It was flying. Yeah, I had to stop for a pee break and I I was making up some good time and I stopped. I overtook those two young lads. They must be under 10. And then I never caught them back up. I just saw them. They were about 50 meters in front of me at the end. So that time it took me to stop and have a pee, I'd overtaken them, but I could never got them, never got that pace back on them again. It's hard to get going again when you stop like that. Yeah. But that um that got me to 80K for the week, which is pretty um my consistency is going good. I've just got my um runco plan sent through, so I know what I'm doing this week for training. I'll talk about that next week. But that's all in uh full swing for Gold Coast. So I'm excited about that. And now the that's weather's really, cooled down. Really good I'm, plan that. That's the game on for you, mate. Yeah. Um, uh, what's your biggest week in that plan? I don't know. It's hard to say because it's time. It's like like last year. It's like two hours and oh, yeah. ninety minutes and shit like that. The sessions are, you know, distance, but it's pretty. It'd be pretty hard to work that out. But yeah, I'd say it'd be about what I'm doing at the moment. Mm. Yeah, you'll but, find yeah, out so this week where you're at. Excited about that. Should be good. What about you, boys? What was your week leading into the the run army, army run, whatever it is? Run army, yeah. 
run army. Well, my week went too bad actually. I, it, um, it started off a bit slow. Um, let's kick into it. And um, uh, what is the what was the what was the date? So I'm I just looking s- at. Sorry, I'm just looking at Kieran Perkins. His average pace was three eleven. <laughs> That's quick over them hills, eh? Yeah, it's flying. Local lad, Ewan McFasden, 35.52. He's only like 16. Yeah. He's uh, one of the Bush Turkey track club people we'll talk about later. Yeah. He did that today and they did another event. But, yeah, he smashed it today. That's pretty quick, eh? Who was third? Little runner. Um, I think it's David Fontana. He's a Burt Squad guy. Who was the first woman? She was just behind me. Murphy Rankin. Um, Was there any prize money today? Thirty-seven fifty-two. Yeah, I'm not sure, mate. Because they were they were um, waiting for me to get out of the way to put the tape across for her. That's how I know she was just behind me. Yeah, and the crowd went bananas. <laughs> I knew they weren't all cheering for me. Your week started with an afternoon run on the seventeenth, Nate. You did yep. a seven point one eight k. What did when did I do me? Um... Come on, you got to remember that one. You had a Steve special. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. right. It was Even in the I dark and I had the headlamp on. Yeah. And I was just looking at it. I was like, when did I do the Steve special? It was Monday. And I just went down and up, up a bit of off-road because I only wanted to do one loop around the block. <clears throat> and I was looking up because I heard something. And it's a bit Blair Witch in there. And I, I was just getting really, really spooked because I'd just seen a load of deer. And then I was like, kept think, thinking I could hear things. I was looking up. And I looked up because I got my head torch on. And uh, I must have just hit a little little stone yeah. or something. And I've just gone boom. But because I was going up here, I wasn't going too fast. And I just bang, just hit the hit the ground. Didn't even have a chance to roll. Um, and, and uh, yeah, a little bit of gravel in the hand and the elbow. And luckily, I wasn't. Uh, nothing else was everything else was all right but i thought oh you i haven't done a steve special for ages and um in the dark with my head torch on so i was like being really over cautious for the rest of the the rest <laughs> of the run so that was yeah. like just over 7k um then tuesday night i did the um air stepper so like i bought this cheap um uh like step machine which i need to modify slightly um geez that I've looks worked... rickety that thing eh it's not too bad actually but they... break when you're the on foot... it you pads... the 80s video for sure <laughs> the foot pads aren't very big so it was really hurting the arches of my feet and like so i need to find uh, an old elliptical trainer that someone's chucking away so i can take the feet off it and then i can screw them to that and it'll give me a f- whole flat platform to put my foot on i walk around the paddock 400 meters i'm trying to work out and it's a bit it looks like a number eight I'm trying to work out a a, a 400 meter track to make yep. on the in the paddock, so that should be all right. I did a 5k. I don't know why I didn't run that far. I think because it was late at night, it was dark, and I just uh, went and did a 5k 5k loop. Then come Wednesday evening, I did the 15k hilly run at 5:32 a k. So I was uh, pretty happy. Uh, that's a good run that one yeah so actually sorry that was um that was thursday night i had friday off um and then saturday yesterday was park run i think i totaled about 11k for the day 
and then today we've done 18k for the day um and it gives me because i did the 5k as well uh didn't we uh yeah we um just, we just we're all of us just jumped in and did the 5k straight yeah. after the 10a and uh i've got 56.98 kilometers for oh, the week so i'm gosh. three three point three kilometers and 20 meters short of 60 for the week i'm gonna you'd be you'd be over me. strava strava would attack you or something Part of that i reckon i'd be over the, in the city well, today with the walking with the we walk to the car and back from the car definitely if you could we've done over 60k for the week but it's just not there at that yeah. run you done on thursday man that's a pretty impressive run like you're doing 233 meters of elevation over 15k and you're still yeah, it's like, a big it's a big elevation eh? it's quite a constant run like you didn't really slow on the hills and you weren't smashing the downhills just the more of a constant run so your pace yeah. didn't really vary too much so i love that you, run you feeling all right on the uphills more so nowadays yeah i'll just um just try and keep the pace up and my heart rate goes up but i'm comfortable with it yeah because that's what i want to get into when a brisbane trail marathon next weekend i want to hit the hills i want to run as many as i can and just know and like like today, my heart rate went up, um, but I knew that when I get to the top, I'm going to be able to recover and my heart rate will come down. And I've got used to knowing that. So I can sit in that hurt locker for a bit and cardio wise. Um, and you're like, you're going, oh, I'm getting a bit short of breath, but I know I'm going to be able to recover because you can see the top. So the idea for next Sunday will be to try and um, sustain a pace up the hill where I'm not walking, I'm just, I'm be able to run and uh, know that I'll be able to recover flattening and then the downhill. So. So what's your yeah, plans for, yeah. um, what's your plans for like taper this week then? I'm just going to do a couple of 5k runs, two or three 5k runs um, and try and get a massage in ready for next Sunday. Yeah. Mad. I reckon, um, it's something that takes a bit of balls to do, especially on your own midweek. But man, I reckon you get a lot out of doing like hilly tempo runs. Like if you were to run those trails, but at like a more of a tempo pace, geez, mm. you get so strong doing that. I mean, I guess you just got to be careful. You, you're you not doing it at night time and that because you stack it and get hurt. But And snakes. Yeah. Unless it's long grass around. I was running through the other week and the grass is like, the grass has died down a bit, but the grass was like over knee high and quite thick. And I was like, on the trails, right, right on dusk. Oh, yeah, because it's coming off that. the, coming, and I was lifting my legs up high going, oh, please don't see the snakes. Please don't let me a snake. And I'm just, it's dark. So I've just turned the headlamp on. I don't, you know, it's just in between that cusp. And I'm like, fuck, let's get out of here quick. Let's get out of here quick. I was like, yeah, I was bricking myself, man. Fucking. Yeah. That's quite a hilly um, run, that Brisbane Trail Marathon, eh? I got last year, it says 2,300 metres, but I did lose a bit of GPS. But I think the average is about 2,000 metres. It's a lot. Elevation yeah. for 42 kilometres. It does most so, of the guzzler course too. Yeah, it does. So you go hell hot. Oh, shit. Hole, you've got uh, black soil. And that's so... Um, yeah. You won't be it's... running up them hills, will you? No, 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 no. Well, Daniel Bunin did, but he's a bit of a freak. Um but yeah, I reckon not those hills, but the other hills and, and going down them, you can't even, they're not, they're too steep to really, yeah, yeah to go fast down. I'll, I'll have my poles and just use them to like, just should be a lot, should down. be a lot drier too this year. Last year was after all that rain and shit too. Oh, it was terrible last year. You just skied down it. It's like this year will be a lot, a lot better. Yeah. So 
Um, I actually looked and I was like five hours 50 total yeah. uh, last year, but I was a bit of time. I stopped and changed my socks and then I was filling up my bladder, but now I don't do a big bladder fill. So I just use the two, the two um, small bladders on the, on the front, little yeah. fl soft flask. So I reckon that um, I'll be able to save off a bit of time there. Um, and how, how do you work your pack out? Do you put your, uh like your hydration in the back and your bladder and then just water in the no. front so you can refill quick i've got two i've got a 500 mil one with water and a 500 mil with electrolyte yeah and i have in a little i make them up in a little um like a vacuum pack yeah do so at halfway i will take um fill up water again in the 500 mil and water again in the electrolyte but with the pack i do a little cut in it i'll tear it i'll pour that in fill that up back back again and then back i'll in. just have and then i'll just like have water and coca-cola at the um at the other water stops at the other aid stations yeah so i'll only need to stop to fill up once so yeah, i yeah. should be able to and then i won't need to touch wood stop and change socks so um, you got mandatory like, gear you got to have for that Oh, I think like the ability to carry two liters of water and a snake oh, bite thing amazing. and a phone and a whistle, but no one ever checks. Um, even the Brisbane Trail Marathon, when they went on and on about it, we, at the end, we got a check. And if you haven't got it, you have to wait until you don't class as finished until you. No one ever looked in my pack once. And, and but only then the day before, a few days before, when Spartan and I went down to the shop and they looked at all our stuff, but no one ever checked on the start line. If we had um, all that stuff with us, yeah. Right. Last last year the guzzler was the same, but they said there'll be mandatory checks at checkpoint three, which is McAfee's view up just before you jump into Hellhole. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, I got through a Nogger, I got through that, and then up there she said, uh, "Water, show me, show me the ability to carry two liters of water." And I said, "I got two bladders." She goes, "That's one kilo, one liter." She goes, "Where's the rest?" And I said, "I got a bladder and just held the hose up." She goes, "Well done, keep going." So it's just on the fly. Like they're just checking oh, wow. to make sure you're actually having Random checks. Yeah, that was just the only check. So um, other than that, like you should be fine, Nathan. You got the exactly the same. You can just show what you got. I could just show two empty. I could put two empty ones in my backpack if yeah, if I need yep. it. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know if it's a litre or two litres, but. Um, you don't have to have it on you. It's just the ability to carry it. Yeah, but if you got if you haven't got the empty bladders in your backpack, you're sort of stuffed. Yeah. So I, room. Room. I still had two empty ones as well with um hydrolyte in them, so ready to fill up. And yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah it's, a it's a difficult one, um, you know, like to, how to how to play it. But you know, you know with different races, who's probably going to be like some people were only without even a backpack. So how the hell they're going to carry a two liters ability to carry two liters of water? We know that wasn't happening. Yeah. But, so um, you know, that's a dead giveaway. But yeah. some people like they might be a little bit like, uh, but I mean, I, I think it's a, if you can carry a litre of water, I think that's enough. I don't think two litres of water on a 50k race, you're never that far from the aid station. Yeah, mm. too heavy. Yeah. How's your fitness know. feeling compared to last year this time? Well, actually, you know, like, um, I know I was coming off the back of the Noosa Trail and I'd done that really good training plan. But I think with that run today, if I hadn't stopped for a pee and uh, it was flat, I reckon I could have got close to about 43 minutes today. 
mm. uh, and take a minute 44 off because I reckon I lost a minute nearly having that pee. So, and with it being flatter. So, and my best, my best PB was like 24 years ago for a, um, for a 10 K and I got tw- uh, 40 to 20 or something like that. So I reckon I could have, I reckon I could have, pre- I'm pretty sort of, Good. I reckon I could definitely go faster than last yeah. year. Yeah, black course, man. I reckon you probably go crooked. I know the course now, and it's dry, so I reckon yeah. that, that the being dry will make a difference of ten yeah, minutes, fifteen yeah, minutes. Yous were skidding down how hard last year. Oh, it was. But mate, people were. I was. People were running, grabbing trees, trying to. You know, yeah. it was just like watching people in a hurricane trying to not get blown away. You know, because yeah. it's it like. They would slide and grabbing trees. Tell you what, you flooded. The weather was terrible. Your your property flooded last year, and the weather was terrible. Yeah. And that transcended into my guzzler event. It was wet right up to that point as well. So that was a really shit That's, three months, yeah. three or four months then. So hopefully this year nothing changes and it stays dry. You'll probably find a lot more speed too. Are you in the half? Have you gone for the half guzzler this year again? Yeah, the fifty again. Yep. You'll go a lot faster. I think you'll take an hour off that time. Easy. Yeah. 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 Well done today, mate. As the oldest member of the group, yeah, that was a great Thanks, run. Mate. Hey, I was probably the first top one diabetic over the line as well, do you reckon? Yeah, 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 oh, for sure. <laughs> I'll claim that one. Uh, yeah. yeah. I've done a little video. I've done a little video. I don't know if you've seen it on Insta. I've changed my um video kind of editing little I've tried a little new technique. Um so I've done I've done a new video. So anyone's on there. I've changed my name actually, it's not Nate Barden anymore. I've just um in Nathan Barden. So, oh. um, yeah, because people are saying they have trouble finding me. That they're looking for Nathan Barden. I'm trying to bit consistency. So Nathan Barden, I that, and I was going to start Type One Fitness as well, but that's gone and nothing similar. So the the YouTube is Nathan Barden Type One Fitness, Facebook is Nathan Barden, and um, Insta I've gone back to Nathan Barden. So um, just a bit of consistency across the line, a bit easier. Yeah. Because cool. people call me Nate, and then I go, I wonder why they call me Nate, and then they only know me from Instagram, and it's Nathan. So <laughs> some people might not be able to find me or come, or come out yeah. and go, who's this Nathan Barden guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You'll see a lot. Uh, I'm just trying to do a lot more diabetic stuff, um, and hopefully that might help some others, type ones out there, and they or other people who just see the what happens, like screenshots of the blood sugar, um, you know, the little journey you go on. And from today, yeah, yeah, that was my week. What about you, Steve? Uh, Big week because you had the biggest week out of anyone ever, probably last week. I took a step back today, uh, this week, and I heard Nathan on the podcast mention last week. Maybe we'll have a shorter week next week. I didn't want to. Fraser, no, that was probably Fraser. Yeah, I heard someone say, and I was like, yeah, it's probably not a bad idea. I didn't want to keep pushing on and be stupid about it, but. I end up with 71k, which isn't too bad. That's probably behind where my average was for the last five or six weeks. But if you look at the pace you were going at for some of that, like today, you've probably been running a, a lot of those k's a lot faster for this yeah. week. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll go through it. Like my recovery on Monday was at 5:20 pace, and that was nine and a bit k's. That was, I, I thought, I felt after 30k's last Sunday, it actually felt alright. Like it didn't really bother me, and that was at a heart rate of like. I think average of 135 or something. Um, I had a rest day Tuesday, just a big night at work. I didn't finish till like nine o'clock in the morning. So it was almost like 11 hours or something. 
And then after I had a sleep and picked up Emma from school, and Kylie gets home. Guys said, when are you coming home? I need to go for a run. She goes, oh, I'm running a bit late. And then when she got home, I just went, nah, I couldn't be fucked now. It's just too many, not enough hours before I go back to bed again, you know? So I just yeah. relaxed around. So Tuesday was a rest day. On Wednesday, I just did an afternoon run um, again. So I had to sleep first. Pushed it a bit harder. It was like 5.02 pace. And I think my maximum was like 1.49 beats per minute. So I actually felt really good. And I think the average for that run was like, um, I'll tell you, 140. So at 5.02 pace for, for um, that distance, yeah, it's like 140 beats per minute with a maximum 149 for 11K. And that's... I reckon the heat has got a lot to do with all that. Hey, like everyone's heart rate's yeah. dropping real low. I know it's good. Hey, eh? so the nice. weather's so good. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the weather. It's so good. So yeah. So then um, going into Thursday, I did um a bigger run down your way, Steve, and I I sort of pushed it again, 14k, and just run to feel. So it was just one of those ones where I didn't want to look at my watch and. I had music playing, but nothing sort of relating to what my pace was. I just didn't look at it. And I sort of knew it was about 13 and a half, 14K. So I just did that and ended up being like 505 a kilometer. Um, still really good heart rate and everything, but happy to get that out of the way. That was a good run. Um, Friday, I just did a 10K. Saturday, I did a big warm up. I got there early because we started work early on Friday night. Um, the boss was going up to Kenilworth, so he said, if we can start a bit earlier and get into it, I'm going to leave and drive straight up to Kenilworth with the trailer on um, for camping. And I said, yeah, that's cool. So I sort of got to park run about 20 past six. So what do I do here? I went to the toilet and just went, it's going to try and run 5K. I said to Nath, I did the, the golf course loop as well as um, the other loop that goes across the bridge over the golf course. So that was pretty cool and found it was like 4.8K. So that's a pretty cool loop to do if you have a spare sort of 25 minutes. Hey, sorry, park. Steve, I've got to jump in there. I just drove past the golf course oh, they got a sign up. half an hour ago and there's a sign on it saying development application, blah, 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 blah. So we didn't stop to read it, but I wonder what they're actually going to build there. Yeah, yeah. application for, uh, we'll see it like next week. If someone, if anyone goes past it, let us know. Um, application for uh, development. Yeah, it'd be interesting uh, what they're going to put Maybe there. But it's gonna be that kind of makes sense. It. Yeah, me and Nate were talking. I was telling him that I did the golf course loop, and he said, "Oh, that was all been debris everywhere." I said, "No, no, it's all been cleaned up. All the trees that were on the track are all being removed, and it looks like almost like someone went through with a blower and blew all the pathway off. It's all clean." So weird. Oh, it's like, a big sign up. I saw it. Yeah, it says, so there must um, be in advance of that then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder what they. Um, it's a shame. I, I hope mean, it's someone the... who's just going to reno the golf course and. I go back to somewhere you you posted something. Eight. Ages ago, like a, a YouTube video, Steve, where you're running on there. And imagine all the people that bought something as that part of their view from their back patio or something in the, the golf course. Yeah. It's massive, eh? Like that, devastated. That devastating. People yeah. bought there knowing they got a golf course. It put the value of the house up. Now they're going to lose the value. And they're, they're the same, well, we want compensating. Yeah. But it, interesting. I mean, like, obviously, they weren't forced to sell it. The people who own the golf course sold it. Like someone mm. must have offered them a bloody lot of money. I don't know who owns it. I don't. I don't think it was council. Um, I know that the there were some issues with the clubhouse in that the the food was pretty poor, and I don't think they were making a lot of money from there. And whether or not there was enough people using the golf course to make it a viable business, I don't know. But it, I mean, if they want to sell it, and they, but I suppose you'd be 
peeved and you but you just you can never say for granted that a, a you know is always going to be a golf course there mm-hmm. um but um yeah i mean there's a lot of houses you could fit on a whole golf course imagine the money that you could make from black yeah. you know if you knock that up into 600 yeah. square meter blocks Lots or less of land you make a fortune so. yeah mate we lived sorry to hijack your um week yeah, there right. Steve, but we lived in a townhouse um on the golf course when when we rented our house out we, li- we moved up the coast and then when we first come back we rented a townhouse right near the clubhouse and it wouldn't matter what time you went there you go there to the clubhouse you i stopped going there because it gave me the shits go there on a sunday afternoon to enjoy you know get something to eat and and have maybe a beer watching people playing onto the 18th hole and you get there and they'd be like oh no um kitchen shut you're like what says on the website it's open till like five yeah we've um we just shut it down you're like what you just give me the shit say i'll stop going because of that the good thing about being in england in a pub is you know that pub is open till 11 o'clock last orders is like 20 20 to 11 yeah and then you got a few you got 20 minutes to drink up whatever pub you're going you know it's open till 11 o'clock but i remember used to go like cheers tavern 20 odd years ago and then they'd be like oh we're shutting early because it's not very busy but look that was at the fish and chip shop up here. I went in out. there at seven, yeah. ten past seven. I said, Oh, yeah, get order. And they said, Oh, we're, we're shutting. I said, But you're open till 7 30. And they go, Oh, yeah, but we've not been very busy. So we're shutting. Oh, we've got yeah, It's because the boss has gone and the, and the staff just want to go home. I, I, like, yeah, I said, But you're open till 7 30. It says it on yeah. the door. Yeah. And I think, Fuck, I should be able to buy fish and chips up until 7 30. I mean, come on. Back so, in the day, just, though, that was yeah. a really good looking course, though. Like that oh, was yeah, I played on it. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. So maybe oh, just administrative issues where, where they probably put fees up and stuff just cause people to sort of go elsewhere. And then you yeah. get the, yeah, it's just a bit of a downturn and it just sort of forwards onto that sort of restaurant and everything. So, oh, who knows? The, as Nathan said, that's a massive area. There's going to be a lot of houses there. So oh, yeah. end it's up doing 13 K Saturday. Yeah. yeah, it was like 21. I think I did a 21.50 park run. I wasn't really even keen to run. I was just running for the sake of doing something Saturday ahead of today. And then, um, yeah, today I did, I got uh, 43.23 for my time. So pretty happy with that. It's pretty hilly course. I was just happy I beat a, a few of the Striders boys. I didn't beat, didn't catch Matt Flannery, but I passed Eddie Kidney and Liam Gillian's. Joe Fernandez, she's not a strider, but she's a Warner Lakes runner that runs with a lot of those. So, yeah, got to, good got runner. Pass, she is. Yeah, she got to pass her with about three. Oh, to really? Go. Yeah, three, three or four k to go, and she said, "I was hot on your heels, but I just couldn't catch you." And I said, "Oh, thank God for that." No, she's a uh, professional tennis player. Really? Yeah, yeah. She works yeah. for Tennis Australia now, but she's retired, but only recently retired from the pro yeah. circuit. Yeah, there you go. Well, that kind of makes sense. Joe runs the tennis as a tag, I think, on Insta. Uh, there we go. Uh, you okay. Uh, I tell you what, um, Eddie would be pissed because not only you beat him, I got him just. Oh, uh, really? Well, we're literally like three meters to go. I just got him, go. him and another guy. Lucky the guy didn't shut me down. I just got him past him. Tell, tell him next striders. Just tell him he's got to run more hills. He'll That's be ropeable it, about that. Yeah. yeah, I hey, passed him, him on the, him on the hill off the story yeah. bridge. <laughs> I'm just looking at the results here and just have it like, you know, it's sort of like 40 minutes is like a real benchmark for a lot of people. Yeah. Have a yeah. listen to this, right? This is, if you want to look on the results, check from like 20th place 
to 33rd place. Listen to this, right? 39 minutes, 18. That's, that's number 20. 21 is 18. 22 is 21, 24, 25, 26, 27, 29, <laughs> 31, 31, 32, 43, 44, and then 33rd place is 40 minutes, 01. Wow. Oh, you'd be spewing. Yeah. You just didn't push that last little bit to get in. His name's, his name's Sam Reed. Is that right? Yep. Yep. That's, that's Chris Reed's brother from North Lakes. He's a younger brother. No way. Oh. Yeah. So Why Chris Reed from North Park Lakes. Run? Um, he lives over at Everton Park. So he does, mm. I think due to family issues, he can't make Saturday mornings. But yeah, he's hasn't, we were discussing before, we have not much <laughs> training at that. all. How the hell does he do a 40 minute 10K, you know? But though, also, you know that if he's got a if he's got a flat 10k, he can oh, smash that. Yeah, and that's a At PB least. today for him too. That was a PB oh. 10k. Mate, run with Rob's Boyd Magan. Yeah, 40 minutes and 10 seconds, and then one second behind him, Daniel O'Hara, 40 oh. minutes 11 seconds. Yeah, mate, so they're both the- well under 40 minutes on a. Fast I see course. Daniel O'Hara was in his vapor flies as well, wasn't he? Yeah, shoes. that's only his second run ever in them. He saved, so, um, saved him for the day. To see how he, what he's, uh, get some feedback from him on, on, on those. There was a lot of debate at the start line, weren't there? We were talking about vapor flies, about alpha flies, alpha fly ones compared to alpha fly twos, uh, and all that. So um, Daniel's really come on though. He's he's running. He's, he's lost up weight his, as he's well. Up, He's up his K's as well. So I think everything's just come good. And I think as a uniform now for his running, he's just smashing it. Yeah, absolutely yeah. smashing it. See if we can convert him over to the trails. Yeah. Not far behind them was um, he loves trails. Sam, Sam Hyam. He's been a guest on the show. You interviewed him, Steve. Yeah, he man. was 40 minutes, 30 seconds. He's, and he's yeah. recovering from shin Shinsman's, um, yeah. An issue. So that's a bloody good run from him, too. So he reckons his legs were pretty good. And we, he was in the car, too, today on the way home. And he said his shin, his legs were pretty good, just his shins. He's got to get past that. He's supposed to be doing GC30 in four weeks, too. So he's going to see how he pulls up from this. And that'll determine whether he should run or should not run 30K. But I reckon, given how he's performed today and he's come back from where he was like two weeks ago, that's a pretty awesome day, eh? Yeah, Just to get, mate. to get that time, man, that's amazing. He, t- he was telling me afterwards he's been in the gym lifting heaps of weights, so he should be. Yeah. I reckon he'll be on the mend. He'll be right. Yeah. So in, in reality, everything to do with his shin splints is because of calf issues, really. So he's just got to strengthen his calves. Yeah. But uh, how good, though, see him running back, 40-minute, 10K. That's pretty cool. He even had a bit of a, like, like he did a bit of a jump and a hand signal as he finished the – come across the finish line so he still yeah. had a bit in the tank i was just about trying to stay conscious when i yeah. come across the line i was absolutely cooked as an offside he, how's this for his his um partner sam samantha uh rang him as he were getting out of the car park and she said uh the cherries popped i'm on the way to hospital and the baby's coming oh no yeah so anytime now sam will be a dad Again, oh, Did he, congrats, so he ran, man. he ran, and then kept running to the royal. Yeah, so she's early, like they're having a few issues, and the baby was ready at 29 weeks. So I think it's 36, maybe 37 yeah. now. Um, and the babies wanted to come from ages that had her on medication to stop it from coming yeah. early. Oh. Um, and as it turns out, 
she's over it and they were going to call the doctors on Monday and say, induce me now. I want to, I want to go now. Um, but as it's turned out, it's coming naturally early. So hopefully sometime in the next day or so, Sammy will have a bloody another kid. Ah, good stuff. Oh, pretty, pretty congrats, cool. mate. Yeah. Might be an omen. Yeah. Daniel O'Hara, man, he's smashing today. I, I can't believe how well he's going. He, yeah. We've already got on, uh, had a chat, and we're going to do a half marathon or so on Anzac Day and go see the regular service and um, pump out a half marathon on Tuesday as well after that. Uh, anyone's keen? On Tuesday? Yeah. That's I think the, the, um, oh, the, back, the relay, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm running yeah. with the striders. I think we're going to go down and see the reckless service there. And then after that's done, we're just going to continue on and do a long run just to celebrate the day as well. Just had a message from Wack saying he's super busy. Can we do him a shout out? Oh, shit. Yeah, he's had a good time today. Eh? He ran well considering he was sick this week. He's had like the flu or something, hasn't he? No, he pulled, up, he pulled up. He's sick. I think he said he worked with the fellow on Monday that was crook at work and side by side shipping containers, you know, in probably close quarters. And then he did the striders run with you on Tuesday where he did the 10K warm up and him and Eddie pushed each other right to the finish. I think they both finished like very similar pace. Um, yeah, they run together the whole set. Yeah, he reckons he was only like two meters behind him at the end, yeah. right on his heels. So, and then he didn't run. I run with him on. Oh, Friday, I think. Friday. He had a day off work because he just wasn't feeling the best the night before and said, I'll just pull the sickie, but yeah, I'm feeling all right to go for a run. So he did a run. Um, He said it was tough. I, I, I saw that and I was like, that dog's just infecting Spartan. Nah, we weren't, we weren't side by side, man. Um, Not, not close enough anyway. He, he was all right. He just didn't feel very well on Thursday night and just called it early. said, I don't think I'm right for work. But I got to like, I think about 20 to 8 in the morning. He said, are you up, up for a run this morning? I'm off. And I'm like, yeah, keen as. So he come over my house and we run along that creek path along Brickworks Road there, Steve, in the shade. Out of the wind. It was windy. Today was windy yeah. too, wasn't it? Well, it was, it was windy. Running, it picked up. Bloody oath. And, um, and then today, he's, he's run without much really sort of tempo 10K run. He's run a 46.09. So he's pretty happy with that, given the hills. Um, he had a bit of a sore calf from Tuesday night, so he went and got a massage done on Friday as well to try and sort that out. So come away pretty good, I reckon. That's a pretty good time. Yeah. Oh, shame he's not jumped on. I really wanted to um, pick his brain, see what he's been up to, but maybe next week. Yeah. Hey, he's, he told me a funny story. I'll let you know. He's, he went and got that massage done. And he's lying there on his stomach and the, the little Asian lady's like, he's going, oh, fuck, this chick's like really rough. She's like strong hands and stuff. And then she's going, does that feel good or whatever? She says, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah. Oh, he's going, holy shit. And then he realized, he turned around and she was like standing up on his calf muscles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just putting the balls of her feet I into wonder. his calves. And he thought she was grabbing him and rubbing his, like rubbing her thumbs in. But yeah, he's just standing upright and just putting her bloody balls of her feet like right into his calf muscles and pushing. So she must have been hanging up like yeah. this or whatever. Yeah. Holy shit. I laugh so hard. I'm going, holy crap. So yeah, he's, um, but he come good though. Like he didn't run Saturday because of that. And then today he showed up and still did it. And he's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. yeah. He races well, Brad. He did. He just, yeah. 
Um, he said the course is tough, but he's really happy with the outcome today. It's a pretty good run. Yeah. It's like, man, I've got to get out of the mindset of avoiding hills. You know, like when you worried so much about pace and splits and all that, it's you just gravitate towards like flat surface to do your workouts and that. Like, say if you got to do, I don't know what, like say five one k reps or something, and then you go for a flat think to yourself, to man. It. I really want to nail these. So then you think to yourself, where's the flattest bit of road? But I wonder the benefit of going. I'm going to do those reps just on a normal loop. And mm. if a couple of them are slower because I'm on a hill, it's, you know, you get that sort of thing where you want to see really good numbers on Strava. Yeah. But I don't think it does you any benefit. You're probably better off having a couple of shitter stays well, on the, the hill. I was going to do a video for Insta about um, the misconception of how fast you're running when you look at your moving time but what you should do is take your total time because in any race you do, it's the total time you get, not, mm. you know, you don't get to, you stop at a water station or you do mm. whatever you need to do. You don't get to to pause your watch. The, the stop finish, the stop uh, clock um, is stopped when you actually get yeah. over the finish line. And yeah, I, I, I look on, and yeah. I look on, um, I've looked at some people struggling. They go, oh yeah, I, you know. I think I spoke about it before. I did. Oh, I did a three-hour run. A three-hour run. It's thirty k, but actually took them three hours forty minutes because they were stop, start, doing here, getting a coffee. You know, yeah, all these other toilet stuff. stops. And and you can give you that misconception. Oh yeah, I did a ten k today in like forty um, five minutes or fifty minutes. But you actually, you know, like you you might have stopped for a minute to stop at a water bubbler. You might have done up your shoelace. And although you think, oh, yeah, it doesn't really affect you, it does. It does actually help um give you a bit of recovery time and mm. and i definitely recovered a bit when i was stopped down to pee today um but i didn't stop my watch um and it yeah, gave exactly time but then i sort of probably hurt myself in going too fast to catch back up to where where i probably had been but yeah, they reckon yeah. they reckon it, it really exists and it's called strava noia <laughs> but then so if you've got he's talking about heels if you've got if you pay for the subscription it gives you that um it gives you that like elevated, uh, what is it called? Um, like elevation sort of, so it says, even though you had the heels, if you had been running on a dead flat, it mm. would, this is what your time would have, had, the pace would have been. Oh yeah. 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 So it's pace adjusted, isn't it? I think it's like pace adjusted, uh, elevation adjusted pace. Yeah. Um, good, but like for, for me, I've, I, you know, I have to run heels to, to even do a 5k run is going to have, Nearly 100 meters of elevation. Yeah. When we lived at Bunyaville, when we lived at Bunyaville, there was, it was just like mountains either side. So you had no choice. Mm. You just, you left the driveway and you went either down or up. And it was just horrible. But I think it makes you a stronger runner because look at today, those hills, like people are going, oh my God. And that was pretty steep. I've got to say, even me, I looked at it and went, Christ, that's, that's a pretty big hill. You don't notice it when you're in a car. But when you're actually out on foot, it's like the end of the road here you don't actually think it's much of a hill until you run it. And then you look at it and go, shit, that's quite a, that's, you know. Would you guys say like running that today, now you have a better idea of what would happen next year. So like, did you, do you guys agree to disagree that when you're running and you go, fuck, I'm flying down this hill and then I'm going up this hill, how long is this hill going to go? Like no one, I didn't have any idea. We're just running. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're kind of always keeping a bit in reserve because you just, 
really know what was coming next. Yeah. So for oh, you example, Steve, yeah. you would have been smashing it if you knew after this hill I got a downhill. You just would have went that hill harder. You know what I mean? So yeah, next, know, next year I was going pretty. I was going pretty hard. Like I didn't, have, hard I didn't well. have much more to give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Well, yeah. I sort of saved myself for that last. I I was going pretty hard for that seventh k, and then I remember going, um, maybe just back off a bit because I said, right, I've got fifteen minutes to get in. Uh, it was like thirty. I was at, I was at, I'd done seven k in like 30 minutes and i thought oh i could easily do the next 3k in five minutes a k and i'm gonna get um under 45 but i think i went there was a couple of hills and everything yeah. else yada yada i've got some water that slowed me down a bit um and i thought oh, i got yeah i'm definitely gonna make 45 minutes now and i wasn't thinking i was gonna make 45 minutes i was thinking oh, i'll be happy with 47 48 minutes and then when you know oh actually i could break 45 minutes today i actually really started to like concentrate and go a bit harder yeah going back to what you said steve about running hills as part of your weekly training you know who does that the best out of everyone i've seen chris woolahan we mentioned him heaps on this show and he he runs around that marching park at murphy's road there so much and he does hill reps at tempo pace yeah and it's not just like 5k he'll be doing like 20k and he just smashes himself and then recovers and does, you know, like a different run the next time. But if you look at all his runs, he'll, um, for example, when we go back a few weeks ago, he was doing that hilly tempo trail run out at Bunyaville. Like you say, that's a pretty hilly area. And he PB'd and got bitten by a dog at the same time. So that's like a smash. Oh, right. yeah. 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 He yeah. smashed that run as part of his hilly tempo. And then I think if you go back and look at him this week, he'd done like a heap of runs around Marching Park there at Champside. Where around the Murphy Road block, so that 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 course there where the cricket fields are and stuff, and he smashes the hills. You know what I mean? And his recoveries are like downhill, but still fast. Like he's still running over four minutes downhill, and then going uphill at three thirties. I if look- think if you if if you if you're a trail runner, then I reckon at least once a month you should do hill reps. Yeah, uh, but in cross country season when we were younger, we always used to do once a week was hill reps. Was that right? Would that be right, Steve? I think we did hill reps once a week. Like Wednesday night was out at Moat Park, the other side of Moat Park, that up and down with Derek. Um, and that was a killer. When I first started with Striders, Tuesday nights was, you know, something quick. And then Thursday nights was always hills. It was either hills or sometimes they do the out and back loop at uh, Eaton's Hill. And that hill session, I mean, it's really hard. It's like 30 minutes and it's 10 minutes. Jog downhill up. and then just give it hard uphill and then jog the recovery downhill. Well, they, um, they, that- they switch it up. So they do, it's, 30, oh, it's a 30 good. minute set. So you do warm up, some strides and that. And then they go 10 minutes. With like it's about a 200 meter sprint. Is that wrong with Rob? No, this is um, uh, striders on a Thursday mm. night. at. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the street. But it's the one, the big hill going into the Eaton's Hill housing estate. Yeah. Something, Elizabeth Street or something. And yeah, um drive. Yeah, you so you do the first 10 minutes, you're sprinting up, jogging back down, sprinting up, jogging back down, and then it, they have a buzzer go off. And then for 10 minutes, you're sprinting down, jogging back up, sprint down, jogging back up. Then the last 10 minutes, you go back to sprinting up. And it's amazing the workout you get doing the downhills. 
you know, mm. running downhill super fast. It's bloody, it's really hard. Yeah. I don't know. Um, like you have to watch for safety as well. So you don't want to go, you have to be careful running fast downhill, especially at night in the dark. Um, but there is definitely benefit from running downhill. You don't have to go fast, but it does work your legs completely different. Yeah, you got to really watch where you're going, but it is pretty well lit down there. They've got street lights yeah. every 20 meters or something. Yeah, suburbia, lucky. But that's hard, man. But I mean, you're running hard downhill, and then when you turn, you're like recovering uphill. So that you yeah. don't, you get a rest, but it's not active recovery. Yeah, sort of you're sort of like you. It's not like the when you're working out, going up, and then when you're going back down, you can literally just go and just chill. But man, I like I really should get out there and do that. But the same thing again. I I always think, oh man, it's Thursday night can't be bothered. It's still a good session. I think yeah, it's not. I suppose it's different to doing like one k's or four hundreds or eight hundreds on the track, like a. a a um interval session but i think like once you know if you're not doing hilly run a hilly race then once every six weeks just for something different and and, and also i think a bit of motivation it's always good to mix it up bit of variety but like for trail running i think what every every if you're doing all active trail running then once a week once a fortnight you should be doing a hill session and I reckon that 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 thirty minute set on a trail hill would be the best training that you could do for something yeah. like you know when you got to run on where you're going to run next week that um, yeah. Mount Cutha area that is just Mount Glorious. Like I think sheer, Mount Nebo, sorry, Mount Nebo. Uh, is it Mount Nebo? Mount Nebo yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Not growing in Mount Nebo. Um, you know where the hills are just so steep, and then they're so steep going down. Like if you you could find a trail hill that was about. 150 200 long that was really steep that was runnable though like you don't want to mm. you know make yeah. it so you're scrambling up it but you, you don't do half an hour. one go <laughs> yeah a half an hour session running up and then 10 minutes efforts going down man that that would be and that's the thing i, I want to actually give that a crack one time like i want to do a trail race but actually prepare for it because i always just enter them last minute and mm. then as soon as i hit the hills i think man i've got to train do some more hills and then I just don't ever go back to it again. But if I did do that and had a set a goal, did a proper um, prep for it, I reckon I could really run well oh, on mate, a, I reckon a trail run. Shit. But it's just whenever I do them, I am just cooked. And not get the downhills cook me. Yeah. And not get lost. Work. Don't get lost and you'll win it, mate. Yeah, yeah. That's but like, what was it Lake Manchester? You had that, mate. You, I reckon you'd have won that. And it just yeah, yeah. in the wrong way. Just That's kept going. Cool. I'll tell you what, though, I did miss. I'm, I was just about to miss that turning, and a French chick said, Oh, isn't it down here? And I snapped out. I was in a bit of a like a, I had tunnel vision. I was like, had my head down, I was going hard. And I just, I just went, Oh, sort of came out of it. And yeah. Yeah. Do you have the race results from Sandgate Park Run on Saturday, Steve? From so Sandgate? Yeah, can, so going going back to with um yeah, so going back to talking about Chris Warhan, him and um, Paul Gourlay did a, a long run on Saturday, thirty three point two nine k's each, right? Yeah. So two hours and twenty one twenty two minutes. I think Chris is a bit longer, but depends on the moving time, I guess. Um, so the long run included two uh, two sets at fifteen minutes at three thirty eight a kilometer. <clears throat> And then Sandgate Park Run, Chris took out his park run time of 16.55. Mm. 
He must have won it because he hasn't scanned his barcode. Yeah, and Paul Goulet got second place after that effort. They did the same run together. So they run together 30, yeah, that 33Ks. How good, man. Those guys are in such good He was actually in third place. He runs 17.26. Yeah. And um, just looking at his PB, it says 15.41. Far out. (laughs) How good's Um, that after, after... What have they done? Twenty eight k's prior to that. That's massive, isn't it? Yeah, that's um. You have to have a run as high after that, wouldn't you? You'd be so stoked with that effort. Yeah, like good to do the long run on a Saturday every now and again. Yeah, but to include that thirty three k and then still pump out like a seventeen minute park run. That's so crazy. So many good faces on course today. You seen Alice? You saw all the Striders boys? Yeah. Yeah, heaps of people, eh? There's all everyone's happy to see each other, eh? It's just good to be racing again. It was just um such a great atmosphere, eh? Like like literally thousands of people. Yeah. Like we couldn't even get to the start line. We ended up jumping the fence. Yeah. Because I was zigzagging through. And then when I finally got within range of the start line, just come to I was still about a hundred meters back. I was like, man, I can't do this. I won't make it. So I went yeah. and hurdled the fence and then like run up to the front and luckily just behind the front guys was like Matthew Flannery and that. So me and Nathan just opened up the fence, snuck yep. in, and then we, we were just sort of stood with the 40-minute paces. Yeah. And um, Well, Steve had gone ahead, and I was with, uh, was it Liam? And I was just going, I was stuck on his back, and I just was going, elite runners coming through, excuse me, elite <laughs> runners coming through. I was like, there's nothing elite about me. But um, <laughs> and people were just like, going, oh, okay, because we didn't have run army T-shirts on, and it was easy to spot where Steve had gone. We just went, we were just like, just, and then we climbed over the, the barrier yeah, and yeah. walked down and then just come back in. Yeah. But we were right up there at the, at the front. But uh, crikey, yeah, that would have, not it would have made a difference, but I think more for, for you, Woolly, it, it did to keep you at yeah, right at the front. Oh, yeah, but even you guys, like, I was going to go back and grab you, Steve, and Brad, because I'm thinking by the time you get over the start line, you're going to have lost, like, sort of 30 seconds at least. But yeah. you don't start because of the timing chip. You won't start until... Yeah. Uh, we still yeah. started as we crossed the timing chip. There's only the first... Uh, what, was, what was it up to the turnaround, you reckon? 300 metres? Yeah, that something first, like that. So after that, the downhill... Which is, Not even 200, I don't think. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Mate, we were just like that. The star, everyone just went off so quick, and we hit that turn. It jumped out at me. There's so many people I couldn't even see it, and that to do a quick U-turn in Alpha Flies is just oh, it's hard. Like even on roller skates, it's really hard. Yeah, man. So there was other running events today, other than the the Red uh, Run Army, and they're down at um the Gold Coast. There, they had the Gold Coast Running Festival. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. Yeah, the Bush Turkey Track Club, the the four guys we keep mentioning, Arvey, um, Liam McCarthy, Clive Gross, and Stephen Butcher, they had a massive hit out. I think they've been running long runs for ages now, working up to this point. Clive Gross, he took out first position. It was an amazing time, man. He got a one hour, 11 minutes for a half marathon. Yeah, quick. That is fast. Um, Stephen Butcher, out of that group, Stephen Butcher come in fifth place at one hour, 15.31. Um, Arvey got uh, seventh place, one hour, 17.41. And Liam McCarthy, he's been smashing all these PBs lately. And I imagine this might have been close to a PB, but I know that that 
track along there has a bit of a rise on the way out and you get the same rise on the way back. It's two lap, um, 21K. And you got one hour, 19.54 for 13th place. That's pretty pretty good effort from four guys to pick up four top 20 places, especially Clive after everything he's been doing lately to get first place. Pretty amazing. Yeah, he's he's just on fire, isn't he? Yeah, we talked earlier. You seriously reckon what time do you reckon he'd get for a marathon? I'm not, I'm assuming he's heading for the GC marathon. Yeah, uh, I don't know what what he's got planned, but you'd have to think he'd run under two thirty. Yeah, we should put it out like there and that. see what his expectations are. See if he gets back to us. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think what um, Andy Day runs like about two twenty six, two twenty eight around that, yeah. and he probably runs about the same. For a half pace for the half, I think. Yeah. So definitely under two thirty, you reckon? Yeah, well, you'd have. Well, I mean, I don't know how experienced he is with marathons, but definitely mm. um, capable. You know, yeah. but it's a completely different beast, isn't it? You know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know together. this whole Bush Turkey Track Club. They they basically come together last year, and they did they work towards the November Melbourne Marathon. I think it is November last year. And that's where a big group of them all went down. I think most of those guys, except for Arvey, they all went down. And um, there's a few other guys. They did the Melbourne Marathon last year. So it'd be interesting to pull up his marathon time there. See what oh, he's so got. he's done a, mar- a marathon down there. Yeah, yeah. They went down for that Melbourne Marathon last year in November, I think it was. So it'd be interesting to see what he actually has already done and where he is now. He's flying. He, he did that bloody Queensland Athletics 5K. It was like 15 minutes and nine or something. And he's ahead of all the rest of them. He's the fastest out of that group. So he'd be pretty keen to see where he's at the pointy end of a marathon, I reckon. Yeah. Keep chatting. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, marathon-wise, we had the um, Monday, we had the Boston Marathon on. And that was uh, really interesting. Uh, My um, YouTube was giving me – I had trouble trying to – you know, the – I was watching it for like 10 minutes and five minutes and then it would go to, uh, this is, this has been stopped. Yeah. Copyright. I'd have to find another one. Anyway, I managed to keep it going. I hope it's not that difficult with the London marathon. Usually the London marathon is pretty good, but, um, yeah, Elliot Chipko, um, Elliot, um, Kipchoge. God, thanks mate. Kipchoge. <laughs> uh, I was going in circles there. Um, he uh, had a bit of a thigh problem, it appears, and, and I think they thought he'd stopped, but he, he um, fair play, he, he kept on going and he still had a pretty good time. What was he, about sixth place, like 208 or something? 209, yeah. 209, like, yeah. Good on um, him for finishing. He could have just yeah, dropped out, Yeah, good he? mentally in it, you know, to that. But um, uh, Chibet, Evans Chibet won two years on the trot. Mm-hmm. And 205.54, Gabriel Guillet second, and Benson Kipruto. Um, and literally, what was this? 10 seconds between first and second, and then two seconds between second and third. And they were all in the um, Adidas, Adios, Adizero Pro 3s, which I ran in today. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a good one, two, three, four Adidas there. Yes, definitely. I know. I've just found Clive's time. He did two thirty-seven twenty-three. Yeah. Wow. There you so go. You th- sure. You you know he's m- improved massively since then. Yeah. So you'd have to go under. Well, you would yeah. assume he could do under two thirty. So what was it again? Sorry. Two thirty-seven. 
Wow. That's amazing. Bloody good run. How that hasn't come up on our radar. Like, it's not that far. That was not that long ago, really. And I was, I was kind of following that group when they all were logging videos of their training runs before they went down. It's pretty impressive. And they're still running. They do those runs up Clear Mountain and the loop is like 25K, 30Ks, and they're all pushing like 4.11, 4.15 pace for the whole run. You'd have to think, oh, I think I think that whole Bush Turkey Track Club hold the whole bloody top 10 um, for the climb up <laughs> Clear Mountain, I think. There's a segment, obviously, that goes up to the top to the lookout. I think all of them have some sort of placing, even Arby. That's that, nice to be there. That's a good hill. So we used to downhill mountain bike there. Yeah. And you drive back round and someone meet you at the bottom and drive around. Yeah. Get two runs, then you drive the car for one. Yeah. I yeah. might send a message out and see where he reckons he's going to go because obviously he's a lot quicker. He's obviously PBing all these events. That 10K you guys did out at um for the Morton Bay Road Runners out there, that was mm -hmm. a 10K PB. He PB'd his 5K track um, at the Queensland Athletics. Um, Probably that was his half marathon PB today. So you got to think the way he's going, he's got to bloody be pushing 2.30, I reckon. Seven, hey, I'm, seven I'm, minutes. I'm just on the Strava calculator. Yeah. So he's run, his average pace to run that 2.37 is three minutes, 44, okay. Yeah. Wow. Flying. It is get Today for the, um, obviously we've got the London Marathon on today. If you're in Australia... Uh, mass start men's and then mass start is um, 10 a.m. London time, which in Queensland, actually Eastern Standard Time, Australia will be 7 uh, p.m. So it's, two, it's nine hours we are in front. Be yeah. tracking Peter Lewis for that. Yeah, yeah. Peter Lewis is uh, running. Excited to see what he does. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. And you, uh, maybe, uh, what's the um, tracker? I think you sure. just go to the London Marathon website and put their name, name or their number in, I think. Yeah. It might even be an app. Like, I haven't downloaded it. I'll have a look. Yeah. Um, actually, I might have it, you know, from previous years where I've been um, been following other runners. Flowtrack.org.au. London Marathon. Yeah. So you can get it. Here we go. So 2023 TCS London Marathon. Is the name of the app. Yeah. Uh, so you can pick anyone that you know that's running and then follow them. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can even, you can track the elites. Like what uh, Aussie elites have we got? We got, is Brett Robinson over there at the moment? I'm not sure. I Peter know Lewis Nick Earl is. Nick Earl's like a sort of English slash Aussie that's running over there. He's um a 214 guy. So he's probably looking for, you know, to hit that qualifying time for the world champs or for Olympic selection yeah, or Com games. Now. We've got uh, Ellie Pashley, Sinead Diver, the female Aussies on No, they're definitely running. Yeah. I actually don't really know too much about the elite, so I'm not sure if Brett Robinson's running. He's our best marathon on, what, 209, new, new Australian record. Yes. We should have got some info. Um, yeah. Rather shoot me ahead of... Uh... We can always get some results next week anyway. Well, obviously, yeah. the results are going to be after today's episode, so we'll sort of do a show some of the results next week anyway. Yeah. Hey, Nath, you um you were saying Kipchoge, he missed the first 5K water bottle 
Um, no, he was a, 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 um, he missed it. Just I think it was a coincidence that he missed a water bottle at about 35 30k. Was it 30k? Was it? Yeah, and that's when he was having trouble and he missed the water bottle. And he doesn't like when he remember what, what was the marathon? Was it London Marathon? Yeah, yeah, uh, year before last, and um, when um, it was wet as well, and yeah. he just didn't. Uh, he didn't do well, and, and Boston was wet. I mean, obviously, it's a bit colder. Even though humidity was really high, that was his first time running that too. Colder, yeah. And and they call that, and it is a hilly marathon. Um, yeah. I mean, I think for forty-two kilometers, it's two hundred um, two hundred meters or so, two hundred twenty meters of elevation. Uh, and when you look at it, it's quite a couple of rolling hills. But then on the downhill, there's some downhills, but um as well but that takes it out of your legs though those downhills you know you bet they're obviously they're they're more prepared for just sort of as flat as possible run but yeah is, and that is, just kind of started with his leg we think leg giving him trouble so is yeah. london net downhill because i know nah. peter lewis is saying that it oh. goes downhill for the first 5k <clears> and then it goes <throat> flat i wonder if it's got the like sort of maximum <laughs> amount of downhill allowed not sure there must be an amount i would think Saying on the app, it's got one hour, two minutes, and twenty-eight seconds till it till it starts. There you go. And look who jumps in the chat. Oh, yeah, because the wheelchair, the wheelchair starts earlier, nine o'clock. Oh, no wheelchair, brother. I oh, should be. <laughs> he got a haircut as well. That's why he was going so fast today. Looking even fresh face and everything. Mate, I wasn't going fast today. I actually saw you, um, Nathan. I, I thought that's it. He's going to get tired. When was that? Did I go a, past you? Run out of a bush or car park. Something oh, like yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, up. And then he's, you sprinted. I thought, excuse my language. I thought, oh, fuck. <laughs> you just gone. I did because I was, and then I was worried, mate. I was actually going so hard. I was like, oh, I think I'm going too hard. I'm oh, going man. Up here. I better slow down a bit. Whereabouts <laughs> was that? Oh, that was about I two don't or know, four mate, but I, Just before we went down the hill, I, you know, it went down the hill to the river. Yeah. Long. It was about there. I was like flying, and I was yeah, like, oh. "Where did you go? There's nowhere to Mate, hide there." You know, no, I was looking. I think I was going to do a hedge up to like a brick wall up to one of these apartment blocks. But there was an apartment block set black with a car park, and there was like a hedge around it. And I ran up into the corner and just went, "Oh!" And I thought, "Oh, I'm going to be here for ages." I'm like, "Hurry up, buddy! Hurry up!" I was like, "I was like, oh, I couldn't believe it when you ran bladder. out of there." What? I wonder if people thought, "Oh, he's it. just..." He's just thinks he's starting now. He's gonna like, he, he's gonna think he's got a great time and he's just, uh, he's cheating. But no, I was, I'd started with everyone. Funny story, Wax. I told him about your massage when you thought, oh, this is this chick's bloody strong hands, eh? And then you realize you're standing up and you're putting the heels into your bloody calf muscle, eh? <laughs> it's good when they do that, though. Sometimes the best thing when they stand on your hamstrings. She was small, but she was strong. I thought, gosh, she's getting stronger and stronger. I might have to say something because she says, if I'm too hard, you'll say something like that. And I was like, it's getting pretty hard. And I said, man, you got strong legs. She said, no, no wonder she's standing <laughs> on me, walking up and down. And I was like, oh. and showing my chest. Oh. Far out. Not being a mark, innit? Yeah. Like, oh, you go, no, no, mate, please help. Stop. She's Brad. strong, man. Brad, you, mate. Talk us through today because you were sick this week. Oh, you I'm had a pretty good water. run considering you were crook. 
not out of the woods. I feel like crap right now, but um, I was crook. Uh, I had a sore throat Monday. No, Tuesday. Monday, one of our work colleagues came to work crook. He didn't jump in the container to help us. I said, oh, isn't such and such? I won't name him. Um, jumping in, he said, no, he's feeling, he's, gonna, he's feeling sick today. And he came to work Tuesday, and I woke up sore throat Tuesday morning. Mm. I thought, oh, here we go. And then he came to work um, Monday, Tuesday, and then he had Wednesday, Thursday off. And I was getting pretty – I wasn't out of the woods by then. And then Friday, I thought, nah, stuff this. I just rang the – I text the boss, said, no, nah, I'm not going to come in, mate. That's when I caught up with you, Spartan. Yeah, man. So I thought, bugger this. And then, uh, but my I took the day off sick, but went running. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> well, it was an easy run. Wax no, his knees and K's in his legs, man. That's all yeah, it was. I was really, I was oh, annoyed. I, you know what, though? It's really frustrating. I think we, we should have learned a lesson from COVID that if you're sick, don't go to work. And this is what happens. You go to sick, you go to work sick. And all you're doing is passing it on to other people. And then they're off sick. And then they could pass it on yeah. to the, you know, it's Wednesday, like, it's Thursday, and I was still working. So I thought, no, it's, He's got me crook as here, and Friday I thought, no, nah, bugger this, mate. He's going to. He wasn't one hundred percent. We we I think we run about five five thirty pace, and Wax said he found it hard. What was his pace? Ten k. Was, 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 was it was his heart rate up? Was your heart rate up? my um left calf's been playing up since I striders actually. Well, he haven't run that. I haven't run that hard before. I've never had a ten k warm up before, mate. My warm up's like a k to five hundred meters. Ten yeah. <laughs> k's. And big, I was stuck with run, Eddie eh? too, man. Eddie, me and Eddie were neck, neck to neck, and I've never been able to do that before. Yeah. So anyway, but what did you did run, run this morning? 45? 46.09. 46.09. Yeah. Good run, man. Good, good work. Oh, it's tough, man. That, that last hill really got me. Eh? I was like, man. Yeah. You run quicker than that over 10? Me? I think yeah. PB's 44. 32 or something like that yeah but I, I didn't do that in the in a 10k i did that in the um jetty to jetty oh shit yeah there you go i've just pulled that up on the app just so you know if you go to the um, london marathon app and download it peter lewis is um is oh, yeah. there male australian uh, four three two five six i think that's what he gave us didn't he yeah four three two five six that's his bib number yeah. So, um, and there's two other people running with the name of Peter Lewis as well, and they're both English or British, but yeah. not the same bib, yeah, <laughs> but not different bibs, yeah, yeah, interesting, yeah. How are you feeling now, Wax? Bugger, <laughs> but um, you know, that's expected. That took it out of me. That run, that that last hill, I was, I really just wanted to, I, I wanted to stop, but I wasn't going to. I still had, you know, a bit of pride there. I wanted to. Um, give it a good bash, you know. Like, Definitely, still a great run, man. It went quite quick, actually. I thought, don't you? I, I was like, five k was done really quick. And I was like, wow, that's five k done. Mm. Like, yeah, it did when we did quite... that, when we did that run out at uh, Redcliffe, that ten k, it was like, oh, I did one lap, and I go, oh, I've got another lap to do because it's just taking forever. Um, but yeah, I was quite surprised it went went quite quickly. I think you when you do a mass, when you do a mass participation event. Like you just get dragged along with it, you know, and there's other people running and and that and yeah, it's yeah. a bit different. I haven't been through some parts of those city ever before, you know. Yeah. And then I was, I was thinking, so I, was run, I was running past people were climbing up the kangaroo uh, 
point um, the rock wall. And yeah. I was going to say to him, I said, look, there's steps along there. You don't have to climb it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, that was um, crazy seeing that. I haven't even yeah, seen yeah, that before. Yeah. Um, and I, but I was really surprised at how busy the city was for mm. morning. I think there's a fitness revolution going on, you know, like in like not just Australia, but probably the world. But there's loads of people running now. Like it's become a more like I think CrossFit at its day, I think running's become fashionable, you know, with park run and then mega run. Mega yeah. run's getting lots of younger people who they look like they should be doing CrossFit. I mean, it's it's like CrossFit for for runners, isn't it? Uh mega yeah. run. Um and it's a chance for the boys to take their tops off and I bet the girls love it. Um uh, and, and yeah, there's like lots of people out. I was surprised. Like, I mean, obviously Brisbane population is growing all the time, but there was loads of people out cycling, walk running, way. walking. I was like, I was really amazing. It's the same when you go to Sandgate in the mornings, how busy it is on Saturday, Sunday morning. So well done to everyone, even yeah. if you weren't participating. Yeah, it's that so good out. to see, yeah, hey? yeah. That, that good. Like when we're doing the 5K and just like literally – thousands and thousands of people coming both ways and even Man, if they're walking just jogging and they're like, out there doing it you know oh it was yeah. bloody really good to see and i must say we forgot to um give her a shout out but my sister was actually third in her category yeah 45 to 49 she did 4804 yeah she's happy with one. that yeah run the best, rob, of, the, team best run of the run with rob people finish just after you steve um i don't think of his name Re- yeah. uh yeah he's like a former burt runner yeah he had the run crew singlet on run crew is um uh ben st lawrence's uh yeah, like yeah. online coaching thing so yeah it was only like half a minute or 40 seconds behind you but yeah that's a crack yeah. you did well they where did you come overall me yeah uh, i think i got 10th in my age category and i got a hundred and i haven't taken a screenshot i think it's 130th out of whatever nice. number because yeah. Willie, what do you got? You got ninth overall. Ninth, and, and you won your age first group. First in my age group. Yeah. And I got 149th overall, 16th in my age group. So yeah. I was really happy with that. Yeah. Out of 2,170 people. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I think everyone did really well. And you see, from Steve's end point of view, like from where he is at the front, as every, the time gets further away, the numbers just just rise so quickly so your mm. position in that 2000 and something people just gets higher and higher all the time yeah so yeah down the pointy end you sort of spread out a bit further and as as everyone becomes more sort of the average time sort of comes down mm. um yeah just between you me and wax we're only a few minutes apart i think wax that is like 200 or something I got 226 and so then i've got 19th at my age yeah, so it just escalates, you know what I mean? Because of the amount of runners coming in at that time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hands down to you, Steve. That was a fucking weapon run, eh? Oh, thanks, <laughs> man. <laughs> you know that first bit, it's I thought, hurting. the first probably K, oh, maybe up to 2K, I thought, shit, you know, I'm not too far behind the leaders. That Kieran Perkins must be jogging. I was probably like 50 <laughs> metres back from a pack. And then we yeah. hit a bit of straight road and I was like, oh, no. Nah. I see actually you. could see him up in the distance. They were a good... 300 meters in front I, I was watching them i was thinking man they are motoring like yeah. they actually were flying and then when i was coming through to like i was eyeing off that footbridge you know the last footbridge that you got to run over yeah and um as i'm coming along i'm going there's that footbridge there's that footbridge i heard him say 
and the men's winner, Kieran Perkins. And I Are checked my um, watch and it was like 30, 50 or something like that. So he must have been just coming into the, yeah, you know, coming off the bridge or something. And I thought to myself, 30 minutes, like, you know, he's probably about 31 minutes. How far have I got to get over that bridge? And I just said to myself, don't look at your watch because it's disheartening, <laughs> you know, like you look down and if you're not happy with it, you'll be, you just, but I, and instead I just chased down people that were in front of me. I just run as hard as I could. And I got that first female. And then there was a guy said Thompson estate athletics. I caught him at the bottom of the hill. I'd sort of emptied the tank to get to him. He turned around and saw me, panicked, and put in a huge kick, and I just couldn't quite get – I just couldn't quite yeah. get – I tried, but I said to him afterwards, I said, well done, mate. You held me off there because I was coming. He was like, yeah, yeah. Italy I've got to give a um, shout-out to that um, Boyd – is it Megan? Yeah. Megan, yeah. 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 He, he got 40 minutes and 10 seconds, man. So he yeah. only just beat Daniel Hara by one yeah. second. Yeah, and he's a good supporter. I haven't met him yet, but uh, mate, he's doing I mean, some crazy. I, didn't, he's doing I wanted crazy to go and chat to him, but I didn't realize that he'd come through with um Daniel. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think they come through together, man, because of the net time. He might have been oh, way back, but yeah, right. you know, yeah, you he's still that. the the overall time. Yeah, time but you could start way different. We weren't. I didn't see him at all. I know who he who he is and what he looks like, so I didn't see him. But yeah, but if you, it's just in net time, so they could have started way different. But shout out to the, the run run army. That was an awesome event. That's how that it wasn't the dearest event. That was pretty that's probably the cheapest event on the running calendar. And you get a shirt, a medal. Um, they had bananas, fruit, electrolyte, water, yeah, the whole good, way man. on the course. And value for money, it's got to be the hands down the best run of the year, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. They did well. Yeah. I wish we could get um a red run like that, but the I think the issue is um, if you have if you charge for entry, you have to you have to then uh, red pay GST on on that. But if yep. you if it's fundraising, then you don't pay GST. So yep. um, and look and, and Run Army does get a lot of backing and help from yeah like the government and yeah. stuff and um yeah you'd have to think those first few hundred people like us that pay 25 dollars for a t-shirt and entry you they'd just break even on that yeah. so um hey, i just say to all support. the other all the other race organizers they're probably not listening but if any are take note because in today's financial climate with everyone struggling to make ends meet you lower your prices and you like More you're people. selling thousands of of um mm. of entries like that yeah. was shockers this morning well look that at some cool. of these places they're charging was it for a 10k trail race there was one it was like 85 dollars mm. something and, yeah. and you think well you don't even have to get any road closures for that like they had the whole city blocked off didn't they yeah you know and there was yeah. army personnel like probably yeah. you know like uh they were, they were free of free of charge or whatever you know that's like part of helping raise money and awareness for the army and stuff but um and, and look you know a lot we that helps keep us people go oh what do you need an army for what do you need armed forces for but it for the fact that it does stop other countries invading you yeah. um look at uh russia into um ukraine ukraine and then look at china want to take over back over taiwan and, and people think oh it doesn't happen nowadays but 
it, it yeah. does and, and having a an uh an armed forces presence and one that needs to be you know um invested in to stop people thinking oh you know what i might go and take that country we, we've got a lot of resources here in australia minerals and coal and that and people might go well we want that um we'll go and take it so um yeah i think we just be lucky that we do have such a, you know our taxes do go to help have this as a is a presence to just as a deterrent mm-hmm. uh, rather than anything else and um yeah yeah Good. I agree with you, Steve, man. They just got to lower their prices and they get more people in. So they're still getting the same money with more, more. Um... You don't always need a t-shirt, do you? A nice <laughs> middle and yeah, just, like, plenty of refreshment. The... And the good, the food was good. And, you know, like I think just, just the value for money, man, just lower the prices. They'll get more people in to cover that cost. And then, yeah, it's, it's way better. Like today was really cool. There were so many people there. Mm. Yeah. Like, man, when people are struggling, we've got interest rates going up every like couple of months when people are like, you know, doing their like monthly budget or whatever, a running event that is way overpriced would be the first thing that they just scrap, you know, on the list of things to do. Mm. It makes sense. $25. Oh, you get a medal. Yep. Oh, you even yeah, get a t-shirt. Yeah. Wow. Let's do it. And then it's just a fantastic event. So professionally run. Yeah. I, I'd, I really would. I'd race one of them bloody every weekend if 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 there was one like that on. Well, it's just not interest rates. You got the price of food as well. I was in Woolworths the other day. I was like yesterday. I said to a guy, I was like, I was like he was like, you could see him looking a bit like, oh, what should I pick? And I was like, you need a mortgage to come shopping in here. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And I like because you know my partner goes shopping most of the time. I haven't been in there to pick up some of the usual stuff like margarine. And, that. and margarine, like a tub of margarine, was like. Mm. nearly nine dollars i was like when did that happen and i was like you know i was, I was, I was really surprised 100 bucks used to get you like a week's shopping 100 bucks get yeah. you nothing now yeah yeah also oh, i haven't i haven't renewed my um caboolture roadrunners membership because i just can't make it to any training it's really hard to get out to any of their um time events on the weekends once a month so I just give it a miss this year. I said, if things change at work, I'll definitely be signing up. But um, in the 5K, Beck Ottram, she's um, just recently signed up with Bird Squad. She took out okay. the first place overall for the 5K. Um, first across the line. Today? Yeah, first being a female. She took out first place overall for the 5K event. What's her time? I'm not sure. I haven't got got the 5K, but yeah, definitely um, first place. She said first place overall. Can't believe it. And I remember running down to find you guys. I passed her and she was running up the hill towards the end just before it went into the botanical gardens. And she had the guy on the bike pacing as the first placer. So yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Um, She's battled a bit of injury recently and come back from injury over a month ago and really worked herself up to this point again and and ended... I think she ran with you when you did those Bert squad. Um, you know Simon. Um, can't think of his surname. Simon that runs the Bird Bradbury. Squad as well. Yeah, Simon. Yeah. He he was there. He gave her a shirt for her first event, one of his shirts, and said, "Here, wear this. Uh, one of my singlets." So she wore that for the first hit out with them. Um, but since then, she's got all her own kit. She's up and running again after her injury, and it's really good to see her smashing and winning a first place. I think it was handed to her the day before. Said, "I can't enter. Do you want to enter?" and run for me she took it off whoever she got it off and got first place for 5k so it's pretty cool how old is she 
Um, I'd, at a guess, I'd say she'd be under 40. She's, um, she's not as old as me, but yeah, definitely a younger girl. Oh, um, good on her. Hopefully yeah. she can keep improving. Definitely. You know, when you look at people like Sinead Diver and that, yeah, she's like mid forties and and still breaking Australian records. It's inspiring. It would be if you're a female that's, you know, under the age of 40 and running well, there's nothing to say you can't reach those heights if you put your mind to it. Yeah. What's for you? What's next for you? Wax next week. Just thinking um, that Burt squad's quality um, squad, eh? There's some good classy runners. What's up for me next week? Yeah, you're gonna get back oh, into man, training, gonna, or you know those um the conies. I'm gonna give them a little break actually because um I don't think they give me. I I had a good run in the vapor flies today in the 10k. I felt it after the race, my left calf. But uh, yeah, I'd say if I was wearing, I'm not putting them down. They're a great shoe. I'm just saying that they're not for me. And, you reckon um, that might have been the trigger for your calf? After, the... after that Tuesday night, but I pushed really hard as well. But um, with a little bit of the flu, I, I really, that run would have put me acceptable because I didn't recover, you know, like I woke up Tuesday. With did you throat. do the whole 20K in those Saucony? Yeah, I did yeah. that. I did oh, the whole. Yeah, that might have been what did it. Yeah, and then he came to work with flu, but like, uh, no, I, sh- I was sick. Man, I'm feeling all right. That left calf's all right. So I think I'll stick to the monster clouds and um, I'll stick to the vapor flies with the shorter runs. Yeah. Actually, talking about shoes, the on-cloud shoes seem to be getting a bit of... Um, was it the women, the winner of the women's uh, Boston Marathon was wearing the mm. on-cloud? And they're getting a bit of... They reckon for longer runs, the cushioning is really good. Yeah, the cushioning. So, um, yeah. Um, on cloud, if you're listening and you want to sponsor us to get trial out some shoes, uh, we might reach out to them. But they've got the new that. surf ones. That's supposed to be really good. Mm. We um, there's a chick that I follow, um, Savannah Stachev or someone on uh, Instagram, and she got she's doing like a run streak. She's done like about nearly 700 days running every day, and she got sent to the one you free. showed me this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she's in England. She's doing the London Marathon today. And um, she got sent two pairs for free. So wow. uh, I was like, oh, okay. Funny you say that. Like I run with Noel McBurney mm-hmm. the other week and he was saying that in the Ironman world, that's all the, in Australia for the Win Republic, which is, um, what's her name? Beth McKenzie. Yep. Yeah. Her and her husband, they do the Win Racing for the cycling and the, the other one for the running. So Win, win sponsor the Ironman. And he said that's all they're allowed to wear. So he runs in the OnCloud, which Brad had on, after the run today, I think you put them yeah. on and the, yeah, be safe. The, yeah. I think they're called on cloud monster, monster, yeah, on cloud. monster, yeah, monster. On cloud. So they're like an everyday training shoe with heaps of cushioning and a bit of like um, projection with the the roll on the shoe. And he was saying that they all got produced a, a new shoe for the speed side of it as well, which he's going to be running in for his race day. So and he said that they're becoming leaps and bounds with the the shoe world. I think everyone is really, but yeah, I think they've caught up and they're on par with a lot of the other companies and that's all they're running in. So that, that group of runners, they're all running in on, on cloud shoes. Nothing else. reach out to them, hey, um, next couple of days and see. Yeah, they're a good brand. I think they're made in Sweden, aren't they? From yeah. I've seen. And pretty sweet. Been... Pretty sweet looking shoe too. They got like yeah, a different. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I don't know how they go for trail run. I think they do a trail shoe as well, but I'm just worried about getting stones in the, um, in those holes. Mm. Yeah, you could do because I got some um, 
some spark uh, or something from when I was on the boardwalk running the Redcliffe, but there oh, was yeah. only once. But um, there are a good shoe, and they, they've got that new one out, but they didn't have any at the uh, Westfield Shopping Centre. I, I would have got some. Yeah. But, uh, the new Surf something, Surf Speed. Um, yeah. Monster Surfs. Yeah. It's pretty pretty cool how the change of like shoe structure is like um we're getting different results in the majors now so like you say nathan adidas took out top three men's the women was wearing on on cloud so you know no nikes there they've all caught up pretty much haven't they all the all the other major brands they've all yeah i thought comparable um, the first yeah. emma emma bates the first uh american woman yeah is um asics so asics have uh, doing pretty well yeah a nice shoe i think it's going to be quite popular she got fifth place too i think yeah i think it was fifth yeah yeah, yeah, yeah people people That's love those asics yeah 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 cool oh, i might go and have some dinner and then watch yeah. the london marathon yeah london good marathon. luck to peter lewis tonight yeah yeah that's right. i hope he has a blinder eh, and just comes in at like 255 or something man he said he doesn't so he good. didn't reckon he had like a I was saying to Wax today, Peter said to me, he goes, I don't know if I got a sub three in me because when I did sub three, I was running sub 19 at Parkrun and he's tried just recently and I think it was just over like 19, 15 or something like that. So in his head, he, does, he doesn't think he's got it. But it'd be so cool if the conditions play right and are nice and cool and he can run hard just to, to get close to three again. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, man, he forgets that he's been doing those. He's been running those Parkruns in like 40 degree heat. Yeah. Like we're all just knackered. Yeah. Like you just can't, you don't run as quickly. I mean, dropping that session I did on Tuesday night, my heart rate is 20 BPM lower than when we did the exact same session in the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, that's good. crazy, man. That's just what the stress the heat puts on you. Yeah. You don't mind if I do one last shout out? Yeah. Go yeah. for it, mate. Yeah. Daniel Holloway, one of the Runco runners. Oh, yes. You run yeah. with him. Yeah probably about three or four weeks ago. He did the Boston Marathon with a time of three hours, one minutes and 32 seconds. That's good for a heady, heady course. Yeah, he said the Newton oh. Hills towards the end there really played on his hemis, like pushing hard. Um, oh, he held yeah. pace really yeah. well, yeah. average 420. Um, wow. GPS issues as well through the city there. Um, but he's really happy with that. He rates it one of the best marathons ever and he's going to come back again, so... Yeah, and he's gone under three hours a couple of times. So he, yeah, he, he did knows um, how to run him. He knows. For example, he did a he did a training trial run during COVID out at with uh, Paul Gourlay out at Sandgate and Shawncliffe there, and he did a, a marathon out there, including a sixty-five second toilet stop, and got three hours fifty-eight. Uh, oh, two hours, yeah. two hours fifty-eight, including yeah, a toilet yeah. stop. So, and that's not in a race condition. That's just running by himself, and Paul joined him for the last fifteen. So, you got to think that's pretty pretty awesome. Tough but, bastard. Yeah, he he said the conditions were brutal. It's just every sort of weather condition in one day, except for the heat. So they got the wind, the rain, the mm. wind again, and the really dry winds. And then yeah, so everyone knows how it went. But yeah, great run, eh? I don't know if this is where I should mention that I just started watching last night. Uh, not good. The day before doing a mass participation event, I started watching on YouTube. I've seen uh, sorry, Netflix. I've seen the video Patriots Day with Marky Mark. Yes. Uh, um, about the film of the Boston Marathon bombings in 2000 and was it uh, 11? 15? Oh, no. 11 or 12? 
or 13, mm. 11, 12, 13. And uh, there's a three three episode documentary about it. And what's interesting is that the people who, the actual people in real life look very similar to the characters mm. that they chose in the, in the film. Um, but it wasn't probably the best thing to start watching. Um, I forgot what it's called. I think it's just called Boston something uh, boston alive boston running or something yeah um but but just you could look it up if you want to but um it probably wasn't the best thing to start watching but it was um yeah interesting if you're paranoia that targeted uh you know that um that run it's like you never really you never really see it do you in even uh touch wood terrorist attacks on sporting events mm. um and to, for that and, and really the only people that got hurt were the spectators you know and I, uh, I was telling you earlier this morning Nate they you know they reckon that extinction rebellion are gonna yeah. do a massive protest at the London Marathon you know they're those idiots that throw paint on 300 yeah. year old paintings and glue themselves to, to these paintings they just do the most stupid shit to get attention but if and- we know if you if it's public knowledge then you reckon they'd be they're, they're listening in on the chatter and the emails and everything and they'd be on top of them they probably, so, arrested definitely. Them. they probably arrested them last night just for they might you know for something oh you were a uh, public disorder or something or you you didn't have this or jaywalking you know we just lock you up for the day yeah, yeah. Uh, just to stop that or let's hope Let's just hope that nothing, nothing like that. I mean, even if it's nothing like in serious in terms of hurting people, but just the disruption that um, they'll end up running out in front of the lead pack or something with a big sign and just making them all trip over or do something stupid like that. I hope somebody runs back into them with an elbow. A punch yeah. in the face will fix it. Someone <laughs> from the crowd would just, you hope that someone from the crowd would just run and just drag them out of the way. Yeah. But um, that happened once, didn't it? Paula Ratcliffe. In a mar- was it a, was it a, a Olympic marathon? That guy ran out and grabbed her. Do you remember? Well, I don't know I about. I know that there was a guy who was leading the Olympic that, marathon. A guy grabbed him. Yeah, and they just like to sort of, and it just was like I think a copper got to him in time or something. Yeah. Someone did that, but you just don't know. Do you? It's like um, when people spit on the cyclists in the Tour de France. I think. Um, why would you do that? Broomy got spat on going up a hill in the Tour de France a couple of years ago. He was leading, and some guy you just see him stepped out and went straight. Grubs, eh? Real grubs. Yeah, yeah. Scrokes, mate. You just yeah. like, man, that's not yeah. like that's cyclists wouldn't do that to each other. I and mean, a real, a real um, supporter, a spectator of cycling wouldn't do that. You know, just a grub, like, like you said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grub. But, Scrokes. Um, it wasn't yeah. that I was just watching that last night. I got finished watching it uh, at some point. I was like, oh no, it starts, it's, everything starts going through your mind. You're like looking, oh, that, that person's got a backpack. What's that bag doing on the floor? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. mm. Good luck this week, Nate. Name more Steve specials. Yeah, mate. Yeah, hope your taper goes well because I'm I'm going to base the rest of my running events this year off your run this weekend. Okay, all right. Well, let's hope yeah. that stays dry out there for you and you. Um... Definitely. And uh, oh, I haven't been doing that many Ks, have I? So maybe uh, oh, going right. this is more, but some of them have been, right. I've been doing a lot more hill, hilly runs this this time, this year uh, yeah. in preparation for it. Though, um, yeah, I might, you know, yeah. I, I love that event. So it'd be two years. You're definitely in better shape than you were last year. Hey, I'm probably going to be the first diabetic over the line again. So, um, <laughs> you know what, Steve? He's oh, way yeah. more consistent at this stage, I reckon. Yeah. 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 Well, you're doing well. 
And yeah. I took that back that week off a bit when I was starting to get a bit, you know, and I think that just fitted in well. I was getting a bit, um, I got uh, sick a bit and I had to back it off. And I think that really helped come back a bit stronger. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, what's your shoulder sore from originally? The, well, the right one was CrossFit. Well, boxing, yeah. boxing well, probably, but then CrossFit. And then the, for some reason, the left one, the, the I've got tendonitis in the left one. And um, I don't know, mate, was it to do with um, COVID or well, I don't know, is it, you know, like inflammation in the joints and that, but that um, shoulder is now become my bad shoulder and I had that injected again. And then this last week, because I've had that cortisone running around my system, it causes insulin resistance. My sugar has only just this weekend come back down to normal. Really? Yeah, it was just, I was like taking double the amount of insulin I usually have to take. That's how bad it's been. But now I've sort of um, ridden the storm and um, it definitely has helped. I don't, it's not as good mm. as me. Fuck that. Right shoulder. But yeah. that was good today. Best day ever. Great run. Good. Yeah, mm. seeing everyone smash it. Eh? It's really good. Bit of banter in the car on the way home is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good catch up. Yeah. I saw you, Wooly. That made my day, actually. I was just buggered when you said, I think you said wax. And I looked, looked over, oh, shit, there's Wooly. <laughs> I was and trying I to um, give you guys a wave on the first turnaround coming down the hill, but I, there's just so many people I couldn't. Yes, I thought I'd just look for Steve because he towers above everyone else. He had orange on. I couldn't see you. I just couldn't see you. You're not still in the same singlet, are you? No, I got two of these. You bought them. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's stinking. Mate, oh, it's uh, no, no, so warm. Yeah. I remember looking up, there was a thermometer somewhere. I don't know where it was. On a Oh, you know the, um, what's the hotel on the south side there by the bridge? Uh, don't know. The, um, not the Caxton. Is it the, Ca not the Caxton Hotel? What's the hotel? Oh, Story Bridge Hotel. Bridge Hotel, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Bridge yeah. Hotel, an idiot. And it had 23 degrees. And I looked at that and went, Oh, Jesus, that's warm. Yeah. Was that like eight o'clock in the morning. I was like, okay. It was just humid. It wasn't that hot, I reckon. It was just humid. I was sweating. It was still yeah, I was windy. Sweating hard, man. I yeah. looked at that photo with you, Nate. You, yeah. We would stand together. I was like, smoked. Puddle around my singlet. Yeah. Heaps of cooler days coming, though. Yeah. It was a tough run today for me. I was gassed on that hill. Tear yeah. now. You did all right, mate. You did all right. You kept going. Yeah. Right. yeah. It was I so good just to race. I can't wait now. It was awesome. Yeah, it was right good up. atmosphere. Yeah. Good luck to everyone out there, the training and whatever race you got yeah. coming up. And uh, if uh, you're listening and you do, you probably won't hear it, but you, if, you do, if you're going to do the London Marathon, then uh, let's hope you go again. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. see if Peter can produce. Let's go, Peter Lewis. Yeah, man. All right, boys. Catch us next week. Yeah, lads. Yeah. Close your eyes before your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Sometimes my mind plays 
Play these tricks on me sometimes and I'll find that my mind climbs higher than this should climb. Oh, my imagination, I'm contemplating.